everybody. It's me, Cal Vacula. And welcome to No Filter with Cal Vacula. It's Cal Vacula Show. It's the Cal Cal Vacula Show. No Filter. It's the Cal Vacula Show. That's me. No Filter with Cal Vacula. This is my show where I'm learning to make new friends and learning more about people. And so today our special guest is Peter Sagal. Hi, Peter. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm really good. It's really early for me, but I'm nocturnal, so I, I sleep I, during the day and I wake up at night. Sure, sure. Yeah, how how do you hide yourself from the sun during the day? Oh, it's just in my charger. It's over in the closet, and I, I scoot in there and sleep all day, and the sun goes down, and I come out and clean everything. Do you ever worry that you'll come back to your charger and the door to the closet will be closed? Oh, all the time. That's one of my biggest fears. Sure. I would cause a lot of anxiety for a vampire Roomba. I mean, that must yeah. be like your nightmare. How would you feel if you couldn't go to bed at night? I know. It's like the door. I know. It would be terrible. I, I, I'd I bang the door, but I have hands, and as a Roomba, you don't. Oh, but I have attachments, you see. I have claws, and I have uh, uh, extra vacuum hoses and things like that. Oh, that's so good. I oh, can... good. You came with yeah. a deluxe set. That's important. That's important. Indeed. I can manipulate things. Yes. Yes. But still, that closet doorknob is really high, so I yeah. probably have to get some help. Can you leap? Uh, I can kind of, I can kind of, here, let me show you. One, two, three. Eh. Oh, that was a good try. Gets, that was really great. Get some good you, air, right? Yeah. I got some good air. You got some air. Yeah. yeah. I saw, I saw a little, little light under there. Yeah. You, you need to you keep working on it. You'll be great. You got the right attitude. You'll get up there. Sure. Uh, Peter, this is so great to meet you and to talk to you. Um, this is my show, No Filter, and I'm trying to get better at, at getting to know people and make, making new friends, so I really appreciate you being on the show today. Sure. It's my pleasure. Uh, I'd like to start out by just learning more about you. So, so, Peter, what's your deal? Tell me about yourself. Well, my deal is that I host a show on the radio called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and I've been doing it for a long time. Uh-huh. And on our show, uh, which is on public radio, which is usually very smart, serious, boring stuff, sure. we, uh, well, basically, we make a lot of fart jokes. Well, everybody likes fart jokes. Everybody likes fart jokes. I've never met anybody who doesn't like a fart joke. Nothing wrong with it. Kind of. No, the only people who don't like fart jokes uh-huh. are the pe- is the person who just farted. Because then everybody's like, ah, you farted, and they feel bad. Yeah, they feel a little embarrassed. But later on, that same person will like a fart joke if it's about somebody else. Totally. Weird that way. So, uh, when you say public radio, does that mean like like a public bathroom, like anybody can use it? Sort of, except we you we don't want you to use public radio the same way you might use a public bathroom, like pee on it. Don't do that. Oh sure. Yeah, oh. but it, it, anybody can listen. It's all free. It's on the radio. Probably, if, if kids are listening, their parents have insisted on listening to it. That's the station with the real no music and no fun and all the boring people. Except for you. Except for me, yes. So, yeah, yeah, it's mostly boring people talking about boring things. But then every week, for one hour, it's goofiness and fart jokes, and that's me. Oh, boy. So you're the, you're the king of the fart jokes for public radio. I am. I am, I, am, I am in charge of the fart jokes. I am the vice president of fart jokes. What, what else do you like to do besides work, Peter? I mainly, these days, my, my hobby is, and this is a little weird, is I just like to go out and I like to go running. That's my favorite thing to do. I do that a lot. I go oh, out and run every day. I run up and down the streets, and sometimes I run with friends. And I've got a new baby, and sometimes I put the baby in a stroller, and I push the stroller, and that's awfully fun. Wow. So that's one of my favorite things to do, is to go running. I know, a lot of people don't like running, but I love it. It's really good for people who aren't very good at sports, because oh, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> but anybody can run. So I'm, I'm, I'm big into that. And I like to spend time with my family. And I like to travel a lot. I'm really big on traveling. And I like to go 
to the theater and I like to watch movies and I very much love to read books. Those are my all my favorite things right there. Okay, this is so this is so great. Um, now's the time of the show where we do uh, Count Vacula's patented five questions. Uh, are you all ready? Right. I am. Okay. Uh, when we start, I, I, we, we don't have a theme song for this part, so I just go, five questions! Well, that's kind of a theme song. I mean, whoever said a theme song has to have music. It could just be a vacuum shouting. Yeah. Right? It's, it's very rock and roll. It is. It's kind of very punk rock. Indeed. In way. Yeah. Well, uh, well this, this show is nothing if not punk rock, so thank you for noticing. Exactly. Yes, I have. All right. Question number one. Are you ready? This is, you're, you're, you're with public radio. This is hard-hitting journalism. Okay, and fart jokes. I am ready. When you were little, yes, were there monsters in your room, in your house, and where did they live? Well, I'm a, I'm a little odd because I did have a monster in my room, but like most monsters hide and pretend they're not there. That's that's part of the monster strategy. Sure. But my monster was right out there. I had a, a statue of Frankenstein. Oh. Okay. And I don't know if everybody knows who Frankenstein is. Frankenstein was a, was a monster yeah. from the movies. And he was like big and scary looking. And he had a big square head and bolts on his thing. And he, had a, he, went, he never talked to me. Ah. Like, ah. <laughs> and he'd come to get you. And this model of Frankenstein, which I built for some reason, I thought it would be a smart thing to do, was in my bedroom. And it had glow-in-the-dark uh-huh. hands, right? So his hands were glow-in-the-dark. So he'd be sitting there and it would be like, oh, there's my Frankenstein statue. Oh, no big deal. Oh, okay, I'm getting into bed. Oh, here I am in bed, Mom. Okay, good night, Mom. Good night, Dad. Read my little book. Turn off the light. And as soon as I turn off the light, the hands would glow. The glowing hands of Frankenstein. So I'd be lying there in my bed and Frankenstein would be like reaching out to me with his glow-in-the-dark <laughs> hands. And I'd be like, ah, 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 he's coming to get me. Ah, 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 he's coming to get me until I fell asleep. And you may ask, you being a smart vacuum. I know. Well, why didn't you just get rid of the model? Because uh-huh. it was right there. And the answer was, because when I woke up, it wasn't glowing anymore, so I forgot about it. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. And then, of course, when I turned off the light and I'm in bed, I'm all tucked in. If you're tucked in, you can't get out of bed because then you get need to get tucked in again. Sure. But also, I was afraid if I got out of the bed with his glowing hands, he'd get me. Well, sure, because the, the, the blanket protects you from anything. Exactly. You can't yeah. get me as long as I got the blanket up to my chin. Sure. So are you telling me that you built your own Frankenstein's monster? Yes. That then became the real monster in your room? Sort of, yes. I, I did that to myself. You were the Dr. Frankenstein in this one. I was. In fact, as they say, yes, Dr. Frankenstein in the story built Frankenstein's monster. I sort of did the same thing, only I had a kit and used glue. He had to, like, use bodies and sewed them together. That's a, that's a great monster. Um, all right, question number two. Yes. Imagine that you had a whole weekend... Mm-hmm. And all the cardboard that you want. Mm-hmm. What would you build with all that cardboard and that whole weekend? An enormous cardboard box. An enormous cardboard box. Because think about it. Think about it. So, like, if you're like me, the most exciting thing to have is the box, not the thing you make from it. I mean, ah. yes, the thing you make from it is awesome. And the reason it's exciting is that you get to make something from it. Uh-huh. But what I would imagine how incredibly cool it would be if your parents said, "Oh, we just bought a new house. It came oh, yeah. in a big box. Wow. You can have the box." Go ahead. Here's the box, kids. Do whatever you want with it. You would be so exciting. Oh yeah. So exciting. That'd be so exciting cuz you've got all the possibilities just right there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, nothing, a blank, blank canvas. Yeah. All the possibilities. 
a, a box in the hand is what... Nah, I lost it. Never mind. Nah, it doesn't work out of time. Yeah. No, sorry. Moving on. Question three. That's a great answer, by the way. Question three. Uh, this is our science question. Yes. And we want wrong answers only. So even if you know the right answer, I want a wrong answer for this science question. Mm-hmm. And the question is, why? As a robot, I'm very curious about this. Why do humans have legs? Why do humans have legs? Why do humans have legs, Peter Sagal? Oh, so we can reach the cookies in the top shelf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about it. It's an evolutionary advantage. It is, right. I mean, it's it's quite possible, in fact, as you say, because as you just said, in, with evolution, animals, including people, change over the years to get better at, you know, things they need to do to stay alive, things sure. like getting the cookies. Yeah. So if you can imagine many, many, many millions of years ago, people did not have legs and they're sort of scooting around on the ground. Like me. Like you. Yeah. Well, very much like you. Yeah. And you're scooting around on the ground like you, like a vampire robot. And, sure. and the cookies were up there. Right. And how do you get them? That's so frustrating. Exactly. So yeah. one day, a, a human was born with little legs. Just not very big legs, just little legs. Sure. And and he, and that human could get closer to the cookies than the other humans. So they were able to get more cookies. Wow. It's technically, it's, it's, it's adaptation and natural selection. Yeah. Wow. Who knew cookies had such a strong role in, in human evolution? Yes, exactly. Cookies actually, to the, the ability to get cookies... Uh, really drove the evolution of of human race. It's why we both have um, legs to reach the cookies, fingers to pick out the cookies in the box, teeth to eat the cookies, and butts to poop. It's why wars were fought. It's all related (laughs) to cookies. Exactly. That's a great answer. All right, question number four. Okay. What's the question that you wish people would ask you? Maybe it's a question to get to know you better, but what's the number one question that you wish people would ask you? The number one question that I wish people would ask me is, what is the number one question that you wish people would ask you, meaning that I am happier right now than I've ever been? Really? Because somebody finally asked me. Yeah, that's oh, it. Boy. I mean, that's the question I wish somebody would ask me. And you just asked me, so I'm we, really happy. We did it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so All happy. Right. I know. Finally. I've been waiting for someone to ask me that question my whole life. I've been sitting around you know, trying to reach cookies in my short legs and going, I wish somebody would ask me what question I would wish somebody would ask me. <laughs> Oh, and we finally did. So I'm really happy. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. Well, our last question is our favorite one on the show. Uh, and it's, how were you kind today? How was I kind today? Yeah, how are you kind oh, today? Gosh. Well, it's kind of early in the morning, but I did a couple nice things. I, I got up early with my baby. I have a baby son named Elliot who's just uh, eight months old. He likes to get up really early yeah. after not sleeping a lot. So his mom is very tired. So I got up, up with him at 530 in the morning. And we went downstairs and we had uh, cereal. He likes uh-huh. to eat um, cereal mixed with applesauce and a little prunes to help him poop. Is that for you or for the baby? That's for him. Okay. That's for him. Yeah. And then uh, and then the other nice thing I did was I took my doggies out for a run once once the baby went back to sleep because oh, yeah. my dogs love to go for runs. They like running more than I do, except they're kind of furry. Have you noticed that about dogs? I have. No, I, love so they, I get to clean that up. It's very delicious. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I never thought about does it, how it tastes. You would know. What is the best tasting thing you get to clean up? I would say stale cereal is probably my favorite because there's a lot of that in this house. Oh, sure. That'd be... Yeah. Dog hair Dog hair is a, is a close second, but it depends on the dog. Well, of course. I'm sure yeah. dogs come in all different flavors. Do you have a... Is there a favorite flavor of dog? I think tried? mutt is probably the best because it's a, it, there's, there's a lot of subtle nuances to the differences in flavors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little mixture. You can always tell a golden retriever or a German shepherd, but if you get a, a good mix, a, a mixed breed, ah, oh, it's so amazing. 
Yeah, yeah, because the different flavors kind of blend together into a nice recipe. I totally yeah. understand that. It's like cheese and fruit. Yeah, so I took my doggies for a run, but I don't run very far with them because they have fur. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we ran for a little mile. So I was kind to my, I was kind, I guess I was, I was kind to my baby because I got up with him and gave him breakfast and I was, and I played with him. And I was kind to his mama, my wife, and let her sleep a little bit. And I was kind to my dogs to take them for a run. So three kind things in the morning. So I feel pretty good. And, and you know what? I haven't had breakfast. So I've done three kind things before breakfast. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can be kind to yourself at having breakfast too, if you want. I, I'm really grateful that you came on the show and I, I don't want to keep you from your breakfast. No, yeah, thank you. I am actually quite hungry because I, I went for a run and now I'm hungry, so I want to go um, eat some breakfast. I think I'm going to have toast with peanut butter. Does that sound good? Ooh, that does sound good. I like the crumbs yeah. part, the, the best. Of course, you yeah. you would naturally. I'll... The peanut butter gets kind of stuck in my rollers. Yeah, that would that would be terrible. So yeah. anyway, so, yeah, so I'm excited about breakfast. Oh, boy. Well, I'll let you go. The way we like to end the show is by awkwardly saying goodbye five or six times like we don't know whose turn it is to hang out. All right, let's try that. All right, okay. Ready? Thanks okay, for being on the show, Peter. All right, thank you. Yeah, Bye-bye. Yeah, what? okay. Yeah. What? What did you? Okay. I'm sorry. What? I'll just go. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And that was my new friend, Peter. Oh, boy. Uh, Listeners, if you want to learn more about Peter, you can go to our website, imagineneighborhood.org, and we have links to all the cool stuff that Peter does. And new stuff that we're doing, too. Okay. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next time. Bye.